streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217 or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Thank you, John. You know, there is a way to put an end to the destructive nonsense that terrorized Sandy Hill following the Panda game on Saturday. You know what the answer is? It's not to cancel a Panda game. It's called getting tough, getting serious about bad behavior. How do you do that? Well, what you do Identify some of the young punks destroying the property. They, they have videotape, apparently, of some of them. So identify the young punks smashing a car, urinating, vomiting on innocent victims' front porches. Suspend them from the university. And if they are guilty of something really serious, expel them. You know, kick them out. Depending upon the gravity kick them out permanently or at least for one semester. Now, it won't change what happened on Saturday night, but you know what? It'll sure as hell put an end to the dangerous, idiotic behavior in the future. You know what? Let parents know that if we catch your little darling doing something that is damaging, uh, they'll be walking the streets rather than attending class, okay? If nothing else, that's going to uh, catch the attention of the parents. The idea that little Johnny or Sally risks being expelled from university if they're caught doing really bad things will put an end to this kind of moron mentality once and for all. But will that happen? Of course not. Not in your life. In fact... I think it's safe to say that even those who were caught on video smashing up a car and hurling pieces of it onto nearby homes will get no more punishment than perhaps a little bit of a fine, a little slappy on the wrist, okay? And these days, fines, particularly to students, kids, mean absolutely nothing. Why? Well, because mommy and daddy will pay it. And you know what? The kid will be the big hero. Oh, did you see what I did? Did you see this? You know, I tore this car apart. It'd be a big hero. Come on. Hey, I was a student once. I know how it works. So do you. They pay the fine. Mommy and Daddy will pay the fine. You can be sure that, I mean, these kids are already in university, so Mommy and Daddy probably have a few bucks, right? And, uh, oh, well. You know, but I, I believe that what happened in Sandy Hill is only too illustrative of what's happening in this country in a broader text. Evidence is growing, and it's everywhere, that Canada is becoming increasingly willing to accept bad behavior. In some cases, we're prepared to even reward bad behavior. The re-election of Justin Trudeau is ample evidence of that. I mean, few people in this country are guilty of more bad behavior, really bad behavior, than Justin Trudeau. But we turned a blind eye to all of that, years of it. And we put him back in power. We rewarded him for bad behavior. And you know what? <clears throat> this laissez-faire attitude to bad behavior is now leaking over into outright criminal behavior. 
As you know, Harper and the Conservatives, a million years ago, toughened up a number of laws in this country. They, for example, imp Im uh, <clears throat> imposed minimum sentencing for certain offenses, particularly those involving guns. Almost one of the first things that Trudeau and his liberal bleeding hearts did was overturn most of those laws, softened the law, made less punishment for criminals, including serious criminals. I mean, you talk to any police person today, and they will bitterly complain about the so-called revolving door justice system. Repeat offenders, and I mean repeat offenders, usually get a little slap on the wrist of anything at all, and they're back out on the streets before you can say Jack Robinson doing the same thing all over again. And increasingly, police are hampered from doing their jobs by once again the bleeding hearts and the liberals. Uh, the so-called carding process has been halted. Well, carding was just, you know what? The cop uses experience. He sees a group of guys or somebody doing something very strange at 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, he has the right to go over and ask them what the hell they're doing. We'd be just good policing, but you can't do that anymore. So, you know, no matter where you look, punishment, even for serious crime, is being lessened, lowered in this country. There, I mean, there is even a movement in some quarters to scrap entire police departments or defund them, which is the same thing, and leave policing, if you could call it that, up to social workers. Social workers are going to go and deal with hardened criminals. That's, that's the mind of the, of the left in this country. <clears throat> you know, we're paying the price, folks. We're paying the price. They keep telling us, oh, overall crime is down a little bit in this country. Yeah, it is. You know why? Because we legalize marijuana. Possession and so forth of marijuana for most places is, is not illegal anymore. So as a consequence, uh, the number of crimes, the overall crime is down. But... Serious crime is way up, particularly serious crime involving guns. Shootings, I mean, up they're, they're up considerably, not only in Toronto, but they're up in Ottawa and almost every city in Canada. It, it's, gun crime is, is, is soaring in this country. And what do we do to try to stop? I mean, we all know, anybody with a brain knows, that the main problem with gun violence well, there's, there's gangs, but how did they get the guns? Well, they were illegally imported, brought in here from the United States. Are we making, as a federal government, making any effort to stop importation of illegal weapons? No, not in your life. Instead, you know what they're doing? They're targeting BB guns and teenagers and shotguns for, uh, you know, for hunters and, and farmers. That's, that's the target. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. The target is not on the criminals. With the guns, the, the target is, is not on the importation of guns, which is the big problem. No, no, the, the, the target is hunters, farmers, and their guns. I mean, folks, we're paying the price. Have a look at the record. Let me, let me ask you if you, don't, if you don't believe me, then let me ask you this. Do you feel safer walking the streets of Ottawa today than you did 10 years ago? I don't think so. Do you feel less safe walking the streets of Ottawa today than you did last year? You probably do feel less safe. And, and, and why is that? Well, one of the reasons is that increasingly criminals know that even if caught, which is highly unlikely, the, the penalty will be almost minimal. I, 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 I see a story just the other day 
Uh, well, we, we see stories all of the time where repeat offenders, and I'm talking about people who've been before the courts, you know, eight, nine, 10, 15 times, and they're back out again. Maybe serve a, you know, a, a week sentence or whatever it is, if, if, they're, if they're convicted at all. The evidence is everywhere, folks, and we don't seem to be learning this. The evidence is everywhere. Concrete evidence, no matter where you look, it is this. The softer you are on bad behavior, the more bad behavior you will have. The tougher on bad behavior that we are, the less bad behavior we will have. The tougher on crime that we are, the less crime we will have. The softer on crime, the more crime we will have. The evidence is everywhere. Everywhere. And it's been that way for years. And anybody with a brain knows it. The, I mean, you talk about scientific data. It's all there. See what happened in other jurisdictions when they really toughened up. You know, <clears throat> the reason the mob went wild in Sandy Hill is because every member of that mob knew damn well that no matter what they did, there would be no consequences. Most of them have lived all of their short lives with no consequences. You know, they, 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 they never were punished for bad behavior or minimum punishment, if at all. Nothing ever happened at home when they broke the rules. So why would things be any different in university or on the streets of Sandy Hill? And that's, you, you can deny what I'm saying, but I, I think the evidence, I'm not suggesting that all kids, most kids are good. But there are kids, and far too many of them, very clearly, who have had little, if any, discipline at home. Uh, I mean, it, it's not only at home. I must point out that it, it is so bad that in our schools today, elementary schools and even high school, you cannot fail anymore. In fact, in some schools, teachers are not even allowed to use red ink because it looks punitive. You can't fail. And not only that, they. And, and, by the way, the same thing holds true in university. Universities today just absolutely almost completely refuse to fail any student. So the student knows not only can they smash things out on the street and get away with it. I mean, they, they were never punished at home for bad behavior. They were never punished in school for, for lack of good behavior. In other words, studying. They, they, they passed no matter what they did or how bad they were. And it's the same thing in university. You, you can scarcely ever show up at class. Come on. Scarcely ever show up in class. Scarcely ever take a note. And you know what? If fail the exam, they're not going to fail you. Very, very rarely. And, and if you dispute me, please give me a call because I see evidence of it everywhere. I hear stories about it almost every day. Kid doesn't work, doesn't show up for class, etc., but still passes. Uh, you know, will we ever learn the lesson, folks? I don't think so. Few paltry fines may be handed out following the mob madness in Sandy Hill. But you know what will happen? Mommy and Daddy will pay the fines. Mommy and Daddy have made alibis for these little brats all their lives. So Mommy and Daddy are going to, in fact, some, not, not them all, but some mommies and daddies will actually blame the police or somebody for, for failing to do their duty. They won't blame the kid. In fact, we have a city councillor now who says, uh, the, well, the way to deal with this is cancel the panda game. Don't, don't punish the culprits. Don't punish the idiots out there smashing a car. No, no, no. Even though we have video. Don't, no, no. Let's, let's cancel the panda game. Ay, ay, ay. 
You know, we, we couldn't control marijuana use, so we legalized marijuana. Couldn't control drug use, so let's, let's legalize drugs. What comes next? We're going to legalize bank robbery. <clears throat> we pretty well legalized assault. I mean, you can pretty well beat anybody up these days. And uh, if you're really, really unlucky, you may spend a couple of days in jail, and that's about it. Bad behavior in politics, in the home, and in the classroom, and on the streets these days, more often than not, is rewarded, certainly not punished. Don't believe me? Ask Justin Trudeau. <laughs> and, and mark my words, I will eat my shirt if there is a stiff penalty handed out to any of those kids, even those caught smashing that automobile. If you read some of the, you know, I, I think that in some cases, residents, pure, uh, poor, innocent victims, living in Sandy Hill, they want to live there in peace and quiet, but nice, quiet district, terrorized. Punks, you know, on, on their porch, urinating, vomiting, uh, throwing stuff. I mean, uh, some of these people were terrorized. And as I say, I will eat my shirt or sweater, whatever you want. If any of these kids who are caught, I spend any kind of, of there's any kind of penalty at all, a penalty that's not paid by parents. Will they be expelled or suspended from university? Oh, heavens, no, we couldn't do that. Hand out some stiff punishment? Oh, God, no, we can't do that. Um, I blame somebody else. Let's blame the police. The police weren't enough there. Shouldn't have had the panda game. Uh, people shouldn't be living in that area. Uh, well, what do you expect? I had a guy blamed uh, Doug Ford. He says it's Doug Ford because of the lockdowns. These kids, he says, were locked up for two years. And this is what happened. So it's all Doug Ford's fault. Never the kid's fault. Never the punk's fault. No, no. Any comments on that, folks? <laughs> Any comments on that? Uh, we have uh, we have a, a phone call, do we? Uh, yeah, Emma, huh? Emma is a student at Carleton University. Emma, go ahead. You're on live with Lowell Green. What do you say, Emma? Oh, uh, well, I do believe that, you know, the people who did attend the Panda game, like, I don't want those people necessarily at Carleton because you're thinking that's like what's happening when they're drunk, right? Like that's what's happening after something bad happens. Well, we have a bar at Carleton. Like what's going to happen if something happens there, you know? I don't want to be associated with those people. I also do know that they do fail people at Carleton. Professors don't always care about you. <laughs> they will fail you, even if you work 10 times hard or whatever at least in I, my I, 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 I doubt if anybody has ever been failed at Carlton oh well I failed a few classes so <laughs> no you failed a class but they're not going to fail you the year uh, they, 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 the, university, the university administration doesn't want that because it, it looks like a failure of the, of the administration they, I, I could be wrong they may be failing but very very few are failed oh uh, I, I know that's true, but they also have this expectation where you can't fail more than two classes without redoing it and passing it. So. Oh yeah, you got to review it, yeah. But so, but yeah, there's no no real punishment. Do you do you agree with me that that nothing is going to happen to these kids? There may be a fine for a few of them, but mommy and daddy will pay the fine. Isn't that what's going to happen here? Probably. <laughs> Thank you for the call. How do you enjoy, Carlton? What year are you in? Uh, I'm in year three of a physics program. Okay. So, uh, and I do, I, I do enjoy Carleton. I enjoy the campus. Uh, I do right now think, however, on a different issue, their COVID screening methods are quite intense. 
just from being there, like getting stared at from eating and like being like I like stared oh, down. Oh, poor dear, poor dear. You've got to you, <laughs> come on, like, come it, on. It you know have... what? You, poor little snowflake. You're, you sound like a poor little snowflake. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But You're the most I'm eating, can I, tell- I didn't have to put my mask back on because I can can't I tell eat you during something? my classes. Can I tell you something? You're sure. a third-year student in physics at Carleton University. You are one of the world's most privileged young people. <laughs> I know I'm lucky enough to have this experience, but at the same time, I have a right to eat on campus. Oh, and dear. I shouldn't be told to put my mask back on while eating. Okay. <laughs> I'm social distancing, right, but I can't eat during my classes, so you're expecting me to go already three hours, see, three but, four hours without eating. This, they, yeah, this call is unbelievable. Here we have a <laughs> bunch of kids out smashing cars, and you're worried about the fact that, that they're imposing something on you while you eat. What a, what a little snowflake. I mean, good God. If you're the future of this country, God help us all. Thank you for your call. Unbelievable. That's all she cares about is Can't a bloody meal. I have a right to eat. I have a right to eat. By God, I'm a university student. <laughs> I have a right to eat. Oh, I should have asked her where the hell St. Lawrence Seaway is. Are you still there, Emma? No, no, no she's gone. I, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know if Emma knows where the St. Lawrence Seaway is. <laughs> third, third, third year at Carlton probably has no idea. Oh my God! Good call, though. Putting... Good call. Otherwise, Emma, we appreciate oh, that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but it, but it, it's it's indicative. I mean, a lovely person, yep. obviously very intelligent, <clears throat> lovely personality, but concerned not about not about what the the fate of the country or what happened or anything else. No, just the fact that they're doing something. I'm, I'm not sure they're looking at her when she's eating, and this is her problem. Exactly, <sighs> blue, black, the Bing Bong bats. Okay, uh, Shields. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, I know they li- listen sometimes at Shields, and I'll bet you Mark Shields right now is shaking his head and saying, oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> Mark, Mark's been trying to hire one of these young people for, for the months to, to, to work for him. He's offered a good job, and they can't get anybody to work. But, my God, she's got a right to eat. Can, oh, you, you, can you eat on the job at Shields? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, the, the point I guess they're trying to make here is, oh, listen, we got problems. But if you're shopping, if you're buying your appliances from Shields, you won't have a problem. They're they're good people. I don't know if they graduated from Carlton or not, but I'm going to tell you this. No, I won't say anything more. I'm still shaking my head over that last call. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, save money. Shop locally. This is a wonderful family-owned business. Grandpa started the business 1947, uh, then uh, Mark uh, Mark's father, and now Mark himself. So the third generation Valley people, good people, and great prices on their appliances. Uh, John, we got some texts, I hope, here. Absolutely, we do. We'll start with Christine, who just posted this on Facebook a moment ago. She says, a 20-year-old that I know went over his phone data by $700 two months in a row, and his parents paid for it. My son went over by $45, and he paid for it himself and learned his lesson. Possibly it has something to do with parenting, she says. I bet you he wasn't involved in the on the riots in Sandy Hill. Mm-hmm. Jules is over on Twitch. She says, if that was my kids, I would never pay their fines. They would learn that mommy and daddy will not bail them out. Other comments from Joshua. Canada is willing to accept mediocrity. Glenn says, no responsibility for actions. Lisa, nice to have you with us again today. She says, it's not a justice system. It's a legal system. 
Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Peter says five year ban from educational higher education in Canada. Jail and fine them. Heck, you can get higher fines and possible jail time for not wearing masks or showing your passport. Many laws we used to have got removed by Trudeau, as Lowell says, removing carding, etc. Rob says, but why was the simple possession of marijuana ever illegal in the first place? That's not the issue here. I, all I pointed out was, uh, I'm not saying whether it was good or bad. All I'm saying is, is that the reason that the figures indicate that crime is down is because we're not arresting people for marijuana anymore. That's all. I'm just explaining something here. Okay. Go ahead. An email from Lisa sent to Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. Lowell, as someone who was accosted in 2017, perpetrator got off with a slap on the wrist with a shooting last summer in my neighborhood. I sure as hell don't feel safe anymore. Uh, with femicide at an all-time high in Canada, women especially, I'm, I'm sure don't feel safe in thus country. Let me, uh, let, let me give you an example. This is a personal example. A number of years ago, we had a break-in at our house. A number of items were stolen, um, including a whole bunch of, uh, of special tapes that had been given to me by various people. Some of them had signed it, you know, uh, Stomp and Tom Connors and so forth. Oh, wow. And so anyway, um, I, I, I went on the air. I was on CFRA. I reported the fact and some of the things that had been stolen. Two or three days later, I got a call from a guy. He said, Lowell, there's a bunch of your tapes out at a, at a pawn shop out on, on Saint Laurent Boulevard. So we sent the, we sent the, the police out there, and sure enough, they, they found a bunch of, of tapes there. And on the tapes were a number of fingerprints of a well-known criminal, a well-known thief. So they arrest the guy. He's got, we got all sorts of evidence, including his own fingerprints on my, on my stolen items. And he tells the judge, well, I was out at the, the pawn shop and uh, Lowell is a favorite of mine. I was just looking at the, I've just picked him up and you know what? They let him off. The guy, they found the guy was his car filled with stolen items. And, but the judge took pity on the poor guy and let him go on. That's a true story. True story. That's, that's, that's the way in many cases, uh, the criminals are, are, are treated here. Uh, you know, ah, well, it's just a minor crime. You know, he only broke into the house, stole a bunch of stuff. Not nothing very valuable. Ah, let him go. Let him go. That's that's the attitude. Sadly, you know, while we're talking about how increasingly we seem prepared to accept bad and even criminal behavior, while we're at it, folks, what do you think is going to happen to those people that we discovered avoiding taxes by holding offshore accounts? Now, apparently, it's legal, barely. Do you think any of them will ever have to pay proper taxes? No. Will any of them ever lose prestige in society? No. Will any of them ever lose their jobs? No. Look at the King of Jordan. I love this. The Jordan, King of Jordan has been pleading poverty for years, has been sucking off the charity tit of a number of nations for many years here, including got $800 million from me and you from taxpayers in $800 million. Guess what? The guy's a multi-billionaire. He's got investments in, uh, in real estate, expensive real estate around the world. The guy is worth billions and billions of dollars, and he's sucking off other countries, and we've kept, kicked in $800, $800 million. Do you think anything will happen to this guy? No. Will he still be king of Jordan tomorrow? Yes. Will he be still the king of Jordan the next week? Yes. And will we still keep giving him money? You're damn right we will. Oh, my goodness. Anything anything seems to go these days. We just simply 
don't take any of that stuff seriously anymore. John, any more comments on any of this? Uh, we do. Um, I, I was just talking to with a neighbor of mine across the street. We live in a little cul-de-sac, and they were saying that the people who back onto their houses, they face onto a church property. And the priest there apparently has been having one hell of a time with neighborhood kids, two, three in the morning, setting off these fireworks. And the police show up, and the police never do anything. And the argument is always, you know, from the police, well, if we do something, they're back out tomorrow doing it again anyway so but this has led to several neighbors apparently putting their house up for sale and just moving they're tired of it the inaction and and you know the continuation of this day after day after day so yeah i feel you i i i I heard fireworks i didn't realize it was getting that bad but yeah well you see but this is another example of where bad behavior is is not punished there are no consequences exactly so these kids growing up i mean if these kids are setting off fireworks today tomorrow god knows what they're doing and then in a couple of years they're out riding smashing cars on sandy hill because there's never been any consequences in all probability there's been no consequences serious consequences in their home do any parents ever ground their kids anymore any parents actually ever take away their their e-phones or whatever the iphones or whatever the hell it is Uh, some do good parents do but, but obviously, there are a hell of a lot of parents out there not living up to their responsibility. But as I say, it's not just the parents. The legal system, very few consequences for bad behavior. Political system, we reward really bad behavior. Check out, uh, <clears throat> check out King of the, the King of Jordan. Check out Prime Minister Trudeau. I mean, if there are no, if, if there are no consequences for bad behavior when the person is young, then there's a, there's a chance that there'd be no consequences when the bad behavior grows worse and worse until finally there's criminal behavior, and we all throw up our hands and say, what the hell happened? Well, what happened was this kid never had any consequences. He figured he could do anything. He never had to work in school. They still passed him, went to university. Mommy and daddy paid for it, et cetera. <clears throat> now, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not painting a, a picture here of all. I would say the majority of parents do a great job majority of kids are good kids but there were about 2,000 kids riding in Sandy Hill so obviously there's more than just a few dozen bad parents and bad kids out there okay maybe not bad kids but kids who've never had consequences I can can you blame it if all of his life or her life there never been any consequences one of the things that always used to amuse me as though it's not very funny you're in a store sometime and the kid is acting up, okay? Four or five-year-old kid. And mommy says, how many times have I told you not to do that, Johnny? And I can just hear Johnny say, well, let me see. You told me not to do this 427,000 times and you didn't do anything then and you're not going to do anything now. Yep. That's the message. We always mocked my mom. I'm gonna, if you don't behave, I'm going to turn this car around and go home. She never did. Oh, that's right. Never did. <laughs> but this is my never. point. You know, you've got this poor priest trying to run this church. He's afraid that somebody's going to get hurt on his property and that their insurance rate at the church is going to go up. And then you've got these homeowners innocently, you know, getting fed up with this and their driveways being taken over by, you know, kids hanging out at night and rocks being thrown at their cars and garages. See, where are the but parents They've got to up and move. Exactly. Why, why, are, why are parents letting these kids stay? out till three o'clock in the morning i mean obviously you're talking about a lack of parenting well there's an illustration of it yep if you've got kids out at three o'clock in the morning setting off crackers you you you've got parents who abdicated their responsibility you know what if you're not going to have a responsibility as a parent don't be a bloody parent wear a condom (laughs) you know take the pill jeez i have to before i go i have to tell you one of the one of the acts of really 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 bad behavior was what the province of Ontario under Kathleen Wynne did 
to taxpayers. Billions of dollars, uh, apparently uh, well over 100,000 manufacturing jobs have left this province never to come back, okay? So all of this was to build windmills. This We were going to be the great energy. Uh, we, we were going to set the example for the world of how to conduct green energy. We were going to revolutionize the world. Well, today it's a reasonably sunny day, reasonably breezy. At uh, 1 o'clock, and check this yourself, okay, I-E-S-O dot C-A. I urge you all, I-E-S-O dot C-A. There's the site, really easy. It's all, it's all right in front of you to tell you how much power we are burning, where it's coming from. Well, as of 1 o'clock today, Ontario was burning 15,545 megawatts of power. Of that, wind was providing 196 megawatts. Solar was providing 150 megawatts. So of that total, at 1 o'clock today, reasonably sunny, reasonably breezy, we were producing 2.2% of all of our energy needs from 42 wind farms and millions of solar panels that have cost us tens of billions of dollars. Thank you, Kathleen Wynne. Thank you, liberals. Thank you, environmentalists. We'll be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.